Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The federal government is set to reopen for now. Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. This is PM Orlando. I'm Michael Yaffe. And I'm Alan McBride. Michael, I will have more details on the deal to end the shutdown as well as some local reaction to it. 501 on News Radio 93.1. President Donald Trump announcing a plan to reopen the federal government after it has been shut down for more than a month. I will sign a bill to open our government for three weeks until February 15th. The president saying the government will be reopened as negotiations over border security continue. Originally, the president had said he would not reopen the government unless Congress gave him more than $5 billion for a border wall. Deborah Hanna, security screener at Orlando International Airport, also head of the American Federation of Government Employees for Central Florida. Here's what she had to say about the president's deal to end the shutdown. I think that it's just a Band-Aid. I think it's just throwing a bone, per se. And I think that it all came down to the fact of what the FAA did that slowed down the airlines. And I think that between the airlines and the FAA, that's what made him do this. Many airports around the country have had staffing issues because of the shutdown. Hannah believes federal workers, meanwhile, will likely get a paycheck as soon as Monday or Tuesday with back pay by the end of next week. We are going to have a live report in 20 minutes from our news partners, Fox 35, live from Orlando International Airport on their reaction to the government set to reopen and what's happened with the FAA there in Orlando. I'm also going to be talking about the end of the shutdown, what Trump said coming up next. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. An office building on Maitland Center Parkway was under lockdown today, apparently as part of a death investigation and suspect search in Seminole County. Maitland police did confirm they did escort deputies into an office building. Authorities are investigating the death of three people earlier today in the Seminole County community of Chuliota. Sheriff Dennis Lemma says while they don't know all the details, they are pretty sure of a couple of points. It looks like that this wasn't a random act of violence. It looks like the the person who's responsible for these murders was known uh, to the family. And we're going to do everything that we can to ensure that that we get that person in custody uh, very, very soon. Lemus says they are looking for a white Honda Accord DX with the license plate L1GH7. People being cautioned by law enforcement to stay clear if they see the car. According to the Orlando Sentinel, Authorities are looking for suspect Grant Amato, age 29. The scene outside a Fort Lauderdale courtroom today. Since I was not contacted prior uh, to the charges today, my lawyers have not talked to the special prosecutors. I don't want to address that question, but I have made it clear I will not testify against the president. That's President Trump's former advisor, Roger Stone. He is now free on a $250,000 signature bond. Stone appeared in the Florida courtroom today after his arrest by the FBI at his Fort Lauderdale home this morning. He was taken into custody in connection with special counsel Robert Mueller's Russia probe. And we're going to have a live report on that at 540 from Fox News reporter Eben Brown. 
Um, and I have I have an interesting take on all of this and what happens next and how the Trump administration is reacting to this and has reacted to this in the past week or so. I think they saw this coming, and I'll tell you why. These are all signatures of a very eventful day, which yes. is not over yet. Scientists say they are studying the oldest Earth rock, but it has been on Earth for less than 50 years, and they had to go to the moon to get it. An international team recently analyzed the rock from the Apollo 14 astronauts brought back from the moon in 1971. Now, the testing shows it's made of minerals that are rare on the moon, but really common here on Earth. And they say it was basically kicked to the moon from the Earth when a comet or asteroid gave Earth a good solid whack and sent fragments of this planet flying into space. Well, that would have to have been a long time ago. Oh, roughly four billion years or so. Oh, okay. Man, it's a long time. (laughs) And... A wedding was crashed by a woman wearing a wedding dress. Difficulty. It was not the bride. It was the groom's mistress. <laughs> right out of a TV a Hallmark movie, I think. Oh, you can find out more about this at WFLAOrlando.com. WFLA News Time 505. PM Orlando. Mike Gaffey continues now. News, weather, and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is PM Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here's an interesting tweet for you that came out today. It says, Good news for George Herbert Walker Bush. As of today, he is no longer the biggest wimp ever to serve as President of the United States. Who do you think said that? Who do you think said that? Maybe a Democrat, maybe someone on MSNBC. No. Ann Coulter tweeted that out. If you know, Ann Coulter has been really critical of the Trump administration, especially in the past few months, because she keeps updating every day. And she says, look, the wall is not being built. The wall has not been built. That was what President Trump promised. And it is still not being built. Well, Ann Coulter obviously thinks that Trump caved today to the Democrats by reopening the government temporarily for three Weeks. I'm going to talk more about that. You're going to hear some audio of Trump as well and all the latest details. I do want to say one thing. There was a lot of controversy yesterday over something Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said when he was on CNBC talking about the federal workers not getting paid. He, well, here's, here's what he said. Well, I know they are, and I don't really quite understand why, because as I mentioned before, the obligations that they would undertake, say a borrowing from a bank or a credit union, are in effect federally guaranteed. So the 30 days of pay that some people will be out, there's no real reason why they shouldn't be able to get a loan against it. Everyone was up in arms about this comment. He is so insensitive to those federal workers. But what he said is right. He's absolutely correct. I know everyone's sensitive these days. They don't want to hear politically incorrect things. They don't want to hear the truth. They care about feelings. You might be hurting someone's feelings. But he's not wrong. So far, they've only missed one And possibly two paychecks, but they're going to get the second one pretty soon here because the government's about to reopen. And that one paycheck they missed, they're going to get it later. So there really is no reason why they couldn't have gotten a loan, used credit, dipped into their savings to pay one month. He's right. And yet everybody is piling on him for saying that. 
How insensitive from a rich guy to say that. I was watching a little clip of Don Lemon. <laughs> so distraught over that. Why? He's right. He's absolutely right. People do this in the private sector every day. I couldn't believe the outrage dealing with that. We're going to have more on the end of the shutdown. Did Trump cave? You can text at 23680 and tell me where standard message and data rates apply. While you have the phone out and you're texting me, get ready to text to win $1,000, the grand in your hand texting contest. What you want to do is listen for the keyword coming up next. Text it to 200-200 for your chance to win. Make sure if you get a phone call shortly after you have texted for that grand in your hand, and it's a 513 area code, that could be someone telling you you won $1,000. So pick up the phone. You got to pick up the phone to get that money. We have all of this. Orlando's news, weather, and traffic as well in two minutes. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here is an update on one of the top stories we are looking at for you right now. Um, Let me just pull it up here. Uh, President Trump says terms have been reached on a spending deal to end the partial government shutdown that's lasted for more than a month. If Congress agrees, the deal would end uh, the government shutdown for three weeks. Trump says, though, that if they can't come up with a deal for the wall in that three weeks, he might declare a national emergency. I'm going to talk more about this in a sec. And, of course, we update your top stories every 10 minutes here on PM Orlando. News, weather, traffic. This is PM Orlando with Michael Yaffe on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I am very proud to announce today that we have reached a deal to end the shutdown and reopen the federal government. That was the announcement from the Rose Garden today. President Trump announcing to the country that they have reached a deal to end the government shutdown and open the government for three weeks. He had a lot more to say on this, and we'll get to that. Welcome to PM Orlando. If you have a comment on this, by the way, you can text to 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. Now, the first clue that this deal was actually going to happen started yesterday. The first clue came from Senator Lindsey Graham yesterday when he said this. I want to let the public know I've never been more optimistic than am now if we can find a way to open up the government for three weeks. If we fail, everybody can say we did our best. One last chance to get this right. All right, that was Lindsey Graham yesterday, and it seems like the markets were optimistic as well. They figured the shutdown was going to end soon, and they were... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're doing a lot better today. President Trump in the Rose Garden. Now he's facing some backlash for this from conservatives. I just... Uh, read that tweet from Ann Coulter. Other people think he's caving. If you read any of the leftist media out there, the mainstream media out there, headline after headline says that Trump is caving. Now, if you listen to Rush earlier on this station, uh, he says Trump knows exactly what he's doing 
We'll have to see. But the terms of the deal, President Trump talked a little bit about that today, and this is what he said. In a short while, I will sign a bill to open our government for three weeks until February 15th. I will make sure that all employees receive their back pay very quickly or as soon as possible. All right. And uh, Trump continued on making the point about the shutdown. Here it is. I have seen and heard from enough Democrats and Republicans that they are willing to put partisanship aside, I think, and put the security of the American people first. Notice he said, I think. You know why he said, I think? Because it isn't certain that they put in partisanship aside. I haven't really seen any evidence that they put in partisanship aside. Aside from what I've heard from Nancy Pelosi, you seemed a little giddy today. It seems like she thinks she has won this argument so far. But Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, the progressive wing of the party in the Senate and in the Senate as well. I haven't seen any room for compromise on this. So I'm not really sure what Trump is talking about. I'm not really sure why Trump did this today other than he was losing the argument. I know some of the right are going to spin it a different way. But it seems like he's losing the argument. Now, he does have an ace up his sleeve, he thinks. But I'm not sure he's actually going to pull that ace, and I'm not sure it's a good idea to do it. Here it is. This is what Trump said. As everyone knows, I have a very powerful alternative, but I didn't want to use it at this time. Hopefully, it will be unnecessary. Some are wondering if he is still going to call a national emergency and move funds to build the wall after the three weeks, if they don't come up with a deal. Here's my take on all of this. The fact that this government shutdown happened at all is everyone's fault. Everyone's fault. It's the Democrats' fault because, frankly, it seems like too many in the Democrat Party are for open borders. I'm going to talk more about that at the end of the show, my Beyond Reason commentary, but there's evidence to suggest that. But it's also Trump's fault Because this fight should not have happened now. You don't wait to have this fight when the Democrats win the House of Representatives. You have it when you control Congress. And this is also the Republicans' fault because the Republicans did not want to have this fight. There are two reasons why they didn't want to have this fight. One, because there's too many Republicans that are basically for open borders, even though they wouldn't want to admit that publicly. But you also do not want to have, they also did not want to have this fight now because they were scared. They wanted to wait until after the midterms because they thought if they had the fight before the midterms, it would hurt a lot of Republicans' re-election prospects. That ended up being a big mistake because they still lost. They still lost the House of Representatives. Now they won the Senate, and there's only one reason they won the Senate. That is Brett Kavanaugh. But they still lost the House of Representatives. They should have had this fight earlier. If this was the main priority of Trump in the campaign, he should have had this fight earlier. But the Republicans were scared. The Democrats want open borders. Some Republicans want open borders. And Trump fell in line with all of it. It is everybody's fault. And it was unnecessary because there was an easy compromise there. We have a live report coming from Orlando International Airport getting reaction about opening the government. Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. Here's one of the top stories coming out for you today. Former Tallahassee Mayor Andrew Gillum is being accused of violating state ethics laws. The Tallahassee Democrat reports the Florida Commission on Ethics 
says it found probable cause that Gillum broke ethics laws when he allegedly accepted gifts from lobbyists and vendors during out-of-town trips and didn't report them. Big deal. A lot of breaking news today, and we have updates every 10 minutes on it all here on PM Orlando. From News Radio 93.1, this is PM Orlando. So before the announcement that the government was going to reopen, there was reports of closures at some airports on the eastern seaboard because of people calling out sick. The air traffic controllers calling out sick. Right now, we're going to get a live report from our news partners, Fox 35, Danielle Lama, getting reaction uh, at the end of the shutdown and what's happening with air traffic control at Orlando International Airport. Danielle, what's the latest you have for us? So, you know, we've been talking to travelers this afternoon, and a lot of people are relieved to hear that, you know, there is at least some temporary relief. I think a lot of travelers have kind of had this in the back of their mind, like, you know, what kind of delays am I going to be facing? What could happen next? We also talked to a federal employee today who, you know, initially was telling us that this is going to keep getting worse. And then when, and the, when we got the news this afternoon, he's saying, you know, obviously this is great to hear, but now, you know, the concern is, will they come to an agreement in the next three weeks? Could we have round two of a shutdown? So temporary relief right now, um, but still a lot of people still sort of wondering what's going to be happening in the future. Now, as I mentioned just a second ago, we had some delays and closures at other airports, including LaGuardia, talking about air traffic controllers not showing up and the FAA had to step in and stop flight. Is there any report of anything like that happening at Orlando International? It was actually um, some air traffic control centers. And so these are the folks that are monitoring the planes at the high altitude. And so... According to the expert I spoke with, it's not so much the air traffic control towers that are monitoring the planes going in and out of the airport. It's the folks that are monitoring them once they're at those high altitudes. And so they're covering several states. And so that's why you had such a widespread impact. Um, Obviously, a lot of it was in the New York area, LaGuardia, Newark. But then you did also have some delays in Atlanta. And then obviously we had some you know, effects here in Orlando. When I walked into the airport, you look at the board and it's, you know, flashing yellow and red. And so I think a lot of folks were really, really feeling the impact um, of the shutdown today. And so that's why this news of, you know, this agreement was was crucial at this time. Yeah, I could, I could imagine. Now, what about the TSA? Has there been delays there because of the TSA? I know that there has been, um, just over the last couple of weeks, there have been issues popping up with, you know, a higher number of sick calls with TSA. Um, from what I understand, there haven't been any reported issues in Orlando. Danielle Lama with the live report out of Orlando International Airport. If you want to find out more details, you can find out at Fox 35 News at 6 p.m. Danielle, thank you so much. Thank you. So here's the thing that I want to mention again, which I mentioned on the morning show last week and which I mentioned on this show, I think it was earlier this week or last week. Now, Reason.com had a piece on this. Investors Business Daily had a piece on this, and I agree with it completely. There's an easy solution when it comes to these government shutdowns and air traffic controllers and the TSA. One word, privatization. The TSA should be privatized 
air traffic control, even if you don't privatize TSA, a lot of people are worried about that because we think it's the government's job to secure us in all these situations. Why we think the government would be better at it, is better at it, I don't know. When you look at some of these uh, test screenings from the FBI when they try to get um, fake explosives in, TSA missed it ninety over 90% of the time the last time they did that. That's not good. So I think we should privatize the TSA, but air traffic control especially. There's been calls for that for a long time because we're behind in a lot of new technology when it comes to air traffic control because other countries on the world do privatize it. If you want to, this is such a great example. When you look at the big picture, it's such a great example of how government, too big of a government, can fail you. People say, well, this is the government's job. It's the government's job to do air traffic control and national security, and the TSA is a part of that, so they have to do it. And then people will say it's the government's job to provide our health care and all these stuff. Well, when you put the government in charge, this kind of stuff happens because of politics. When you look at what's going on in the UK right now with their national health care system, they are having really big problems. They're having shortages. People on the left will say, well, that's because the, the party over there, the right, the conservative party over there, isn't funding the national health care system like they should. So they're having to ration care because they want to save money. My response to that, yeah, that's what happens when you put government in charge. The idea that we need government in charge of all of these things, it's just not true. If the government was not in charge of these things and it was privatized, we wouldn't have had the problems at the airport today. We wouldn't have had the problems at the airports since the government shut down. You want a solution? Privatize it. Government is not all. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Always the answer even when it comes to securing your flights. Alan McBride in the studio with me right now has a lot of breaking news today to go over. What are you going to talk about at the bottom of the hour? Well, right now we're going to be talking about what's going on with the investigation into the three people found dead in Seminole County, the community of Chuliota. We're also going to be looking at the Democratic reaction to the uh, budget deal that has been reached by the president. Ethics investigation against Andrew Gillum could be in the cards as well. All right, we got that in two minutes. Nine News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Glenn Beck, weekdays 9 a.m. till noon on News Radio 93.1. As I said earlier, we have a lot of breaking news to cover, so we had to bring in our newsman, Alan McBride. Uh, you have the latest uh, uh, with the government shutdown and some breaking news out of Seminole County. Out of really not too far from where you and I are. To yeah, be exactly right. It's. Uh, 
There's still a lot that is not known, but here's what we do have. An office building on Maitland Center Parkway was on lockdown this afternoon, apparently as part of an investigation into another crime earlier today. Now, Maitland police had confirmed they were assisting the Seminole County Sheriff's officers, escorting them into the building. Authorities in Seminole County checking into the deaths of two men and a woman found in a home south of the town of Chuliota. Sheriff Dennis Lemma says it looks like this was not the result of a break-in. Of course, we're going to forensically examine the scene in totality, but there was no obvious signs. It did not appear that there was a break-in. It, it does not appear that there was a home invader. We are absolutely confident that, that uh, the people that were victims and the suspects knew each other in some way, somehow. Malema says they discovered the bodies after they were called by an employer of one of the victims to check on the person. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Top Democrats applauding the short-term budget deal that would end the partial government shutdown. At the Capitol today, Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer called it great news for roughly 800,000 affected government employees. And he says Congress will roll up its sleeves to come to a compromise on border security. We don't agree on some of the specifics of border security. Democrats are firmly against the wall. But we agree on many things, such as the need for drug inspection technology, humanitarian aid, strengthening security at our ports of entry. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi praised the affected workers for their character while enduring the hardships of the past few weeks. And while the government looks like it will be open for business, the State of the Union address set for next week has not yet been rescheduled. A prosecutor with the State Ethics Commission is recommending action against former Tallahassee mayor and Democratic governor's candidate Andrew Gillum. We get more about that from Rick Flagg. The ethics complaint against Gillum gave his Republican rival fresh ammunition when he needed it most, and Ron DeSantis used it on the campaign trail. And I'm the only one who can credibly say I am not the subject of an FBI investigation at this point. Gillum insisted he was not the FBI's target, but an advocate for the Ethics Commission says there is probable cause to charge him with accepting gifts from lobbyists during trips to New York and Costa Rica, accepting gifts that exceed the legal limit, and failing to report those gifts. The case will now go to a public hearing in front of an independent judge. Rick Flagg, Tallahassee. Yeah, and as Rick mentioned in that report, Gillum kept saying over and over again, oh, I'm not a part of that investigation. That's other people in Tallahassee. I have nothing to do with this. And people on the left and other Democrats were saying, you can't use that because Gillum is not a part of this. Well, it looks like he might be a part of it. And now we're going to see where the investigation takes this, uh, how yeah. far it goes, and uh, what comes of it. Right. Uh, he could be in a lot of trouble. And we've got some sad news for a certain sailor. He's inconsolable. I Popeye the sailor man. I Popeye the sailor man. I brought to the spinach because I eat my spinach. And there's a spinach recall. In response to a recall by Sater Farms, Whole Foods Market is voluntarily recalling various prepared foods in eight states, including here in Florida, containing baby spinach because of a potential contamination of salmonella. The affected products include salads, pizza, sandwiches, and wraps. They were sold at Whole Foods Market stores. No illnesses have been reported at this time. So I've decided uh, because this is, I mean, what was the last major recall? It was a lettuce, right? It was romaine Romaine lettuce. lettuce. We had the serious recall there. Uh, It seems like every time there's a recall, it's some kind of healthy food and some kind of organic food. I think the safe thing to do is just eat Taco Bell every day. When have you heard of a recall at Taco Bell? Exactly. Have we heard of a recall at Taco Bell ever? I don't uh, know. I, I think I've decided that to be healthy and to be, because I, you know, I don't want to get salmonella. I'm just going to eat Taco Bell. Maybe some McDonald's. 
And when you know, was the last time someone recalled donuts? Yeah, you know, Krispy Kreme's got a new donut out that's in the shape of a heart. And, just, you know, take over that candy. So I, I think I'll just eat that. I'll have Krispy Kreme for breakfast and then Taco Bell for lunch. Uh, maybe for dinner, uh, I don't know. What, what else is out there? Your, your, <laughs> your, do- your doctor just called. He wants to see you Monday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be healthy, though. I won't have someone else. I'm just saying. By the way, for those of you who still use snail mail, it's going to get a little bit pricier. The U.S. Post Office announcing a slight increase in stamps, hiking the price from $0.50 cents to $0.55. Cents. Uh, flat rate boxes, envelopes, other shipping services are also going up in price. Keep an eye on that. 538 on News Radio 93.1. What's mail? Is that, isn't that the thing that you do when you send somebody a message on the Internet? As an email? Is that what we're, no? Long ago, Grasshopper, before. <laughs> by the way, to, yeah. by the way, how can a Popeye, uh, he can't save the girl if he doesn't have his spinach, right? Exactly. He, it, oh, my goodness, there's that. Unintended consequences. Yeah. How is he going to save the girl? Collateral damage. Trouble. This 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 is awful. He needs to go to Taco Bell right away. <laughs> oh, and it just to add to this, a new report says that air on the cruise ship you're going on, the cruise ship to get away from it all, getting the fresh air. Uh-huh. That air could be about as polluted as downtown. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really that surprised. You can read about, about that, that on our website, wflaorlando.com. All right, so we have a live report on Roger Stone being arrested. And that's in just two minutes here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. It's 5:42 here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here's one of the top local stories we're following for you right now. Florida's youth vote is on the rise. Election data from 2018 shows 37 percent of 18 to 29 year olds in the Sunshine State voted in November. That's an increase over of over 22 percent who voted in 2014s midterm election updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on pm orlando the charges today relate in no way to russian collusion collaboration or any other illegal act in connection with the 2016 campaign that is audio from roger stone after his first court appearance today talking about the charges and talking about what happens next we have a live report from our fox news radio reporter eben brown who was at that court appearance today eben what is what happened today and what's the latest on all of this well michael uh, roger stone was arrested very early this morning when uh, more than 20 federal agents came to his home in the pre-dawn hours, pounding on the door with their firearms drawn, uh, and roused him and his wife out of bed, uh, roused the other family members that were at the house at the, uh, for the night, uh, and uh, took him into custody, and he appeared before a federal magistrate in Fort Lauderdale, uh, you know, uh, uh, basically to be told what the case is against him and, and to be, you know, formally enter, uh, entered into the court system. Uh, Stone, who uh, anyone who watches politics, even just, you know, a, a little bit, knows who Roger Stone is and they know a lot about him. He's always quite dapper looking. He's always well put together. And it's sort of his trademark to be, to be exquisitely dressed. Um, Roger Stone appeared in, in the courtroom uh, in a... Uh, uh, a faded black, uh, faded navy blue polo shirt, a pair of blue jeans, and a pair of brown loafers with tassels. Uh, his hair not quite done perfectly, you know, kind of unkempt. 
uh, and, uh, and not to mention in, in shackles, both his arms and his legs. Uh, he acknowledged that he has charges against him. He thanked the judge for her assistance, uh, justice, uh, um, magistrate, uh, rather. Uh, and then uh, his, uh, his attorneys took over and announced that, he, that they and the prosecutors agreed to a $250,000 surety bond for bail. Now, that meant that all he had to do was sign his name and he can go. You don't have to put up any money. Uh, however, he's agreeing to be sued, essentially, if he misses a court appearance. Um, uh, but uh, I, I'm going to tell you that Roger Stone won't miss a court appearance uh, because he's uh, very intent on uh, on clearing his name. After uh, he gets out of court, he addresses a crowd of people on the courthouse steps, not just reporters, but a lot of supporters and also a lot of detractors. You heard that in that in that audio bit, they're shouting at him. Uh, thankfully, you were able to get a bit of audio where there was no uh, there were no obscenities being shouted because right. that's what a lot of them were shouting. It sounded like they were uh, shouting, and, "Lock and him mention, up!" Yeah, chance of lock him up as well. Uh, but he said, "Look, I, I, these charges are false. I will be vindicated. I am not going to cut a deal. Uh, I am not going to essentially uh, uh, tell them what they want to hear regarding President Trump because then I would be, uh, in his words, bearing false witness against the president." Uh, so I think what you have here is someone who is going to be quite combative towards the justice system as he feels that he should not be facing these charges at all. Uh, now, that being said, he won't stay in Florida. He's due in Tuesday in, uh, in Washington for an actual arraignment. Uh, whether or not he enters a plea at that point, we don't know, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll probably find out on Tuesday if that's necessary, though he has stated he will unequivocally plead not guilty. All right, our Fox News reporter Evan Brown, who was at to the court appearance today of Roger Stone, who was arrested this morning. Evan, thank you so much for giving us the latest. You're welcome. So uh, more details on this arrest of uh, Roger Stone. He was It was a seven-count indictment, uh, the first criminal case in months in the special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. Now, what is this all about? What is the indictment all about? Well, basically, he's being charged of witness tampering, of lying to the FBI, and so it's mostly process things. This is exactly what has happened from Mueller's office on every, it's almost everything around the Trump campaign. They don't actually have any charges of any kind of criminal conspiracy or Russian collusion. Once again, it's just about, well, he lied. They wanted to get him in. They wanted to charge him on something else so they could crack, get him to crack, so they could squeeze him and try to get more information on this. Now, there is more to this coming out of the indictment shows that Roger Stone, what he lied about, is he actively was involved with WikiLeaks. That means he talked to WikiLeaks, which we know is a a Russian front group, got information on what they were going to release on Hillary Clinton, and then basically told that information to members of the Trump campaign. That's where the whole collusion thing kind of comes in. It's a little bit of a stretch. But when I first heard about this, what I originally thought of was what Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani, Trump's lawyer, said last week when asking about collusion. And now it makes sense why Rudy went down this road. This is what Rudy said. never said there was no collusion between the campaign or between people in the campaign? Yes, I have, have no idea if there, I have not. I said the you, president of the United States. There is not a single bit of evidence the president of the United States 
committed the only crime you could commit here, conspired with the Russians to hack the DNC. First of all, there crime is not, is not the bar of accountability for a president. It's about what you knew, well, he didn't what was right, and either. what was wrong, and what did you deceive about. Those are going to be major deceive. considerations. The president did not. Well, he said nobody had any contact. Russians. Tons of Whatever. people. So there is he got an exchange with uh, Andrew. Or is it Chris Cuomo? That's Chris Cuomo, right, on CNN? I, I get Correct. the Cuomo's confused. Yeah. Um, so basically, that proves to me that the Trump administration and Trump's legal team, including Rudy Giuliani, knew that this arrest was coming soon and knew that it would release details that Roger Stone talked with WikiLeaks and then told that conversation, talked about that conversation to members of the Trump campaign. Now, Rudy Giuliani is probably telling the truth. Maybe Trump didn't know anything about this. But another thing that Rudy Giuliani pointed out in that interview is that it's not a crime. The only crime would be if the Trump campaign actively helped hack the DNC. That's very important. The reason why Rudy Giuliani pointed that out is because he knew that this information was going to come out. And he knew that there was going to be members of the Trump campaign that knew what WikiLeaks was going to release. That being said, one, that's not a crime. As Rudy Giuliani pointed out, Giuliani's going to make this case. The Trump administration is going to make this case. That's the first thing. It looks bad politically, but there's still no crime. Now, the other thing that I think is going to happen is... Roger Stone is going to make the case that he does not think WikiLeaks is involved with the Russians. He thinks he's going to continue to make this case, and I think Tucker has made this case before, that WikiLeaks is working alone and they got their information from other sources. You're going to see Trump supporters on the right say, even if he was talking with WikiLeaks, that does not prove collusion with the Russians. Now, I think collusion is a stretch, honestly, because... All they did was got dirt. They got gossip. They got gossip from WikiLeaks, and they told the campaign, and the campaign was aware of some of the gossip. That's not collusion. Collusion, because WikiLeaks was going to put out the information anyway. WikiLeaks was just telling the Trump administration they were putting out information that they were going to do anyway. Collusion would be if they were actively involved in the hacking and worked directly with WikiLeaks to get out this information. All they were was basically tipped off, and that's it. There's no crime here on that, so they had to get him on other crimes like lying to the FBI. Now, in terms of the end of the government shutdown, my beyond reason commentary on how the Democrats want open borders. 550 here on PM Orlando. Here is one of the top stories we are looking at for you right now. President Trump's former advisor, Roger Stone, says he's been falsely accused and looks forward to clearing his name, as we talked about in the last segment. It's one of the breaking stories. The other breaking story is that President Trump says terms have been reached on a spending deal to end the partial government shutdown that's lasted for more than a month. If Congress agrees, a deal would end the partial government shutdown for about three weeks. And then hopefully they'll come up with a deal in those three weeks. Updates in our top stories every 10 minutes here on PM Orlando. You're never more than 10 minutes away from the latest news, weather, and traffic. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. So if you've been listening to the whole hour, you would have listened to the bottom of the hour when Alan McBride played audio of Chuck Schumer on the government shutdown. Now, Chuck Schumer was giving lip service, and Nancy Pelosi has done this before, saying that, well, they believe in border security. They just don't believe in the wall. We believe in all kinds of other types of border security. You know what? 
maybe they do as individuals. I'm not sure I'm buying that the Democrat Party actually wants the border secure. There are too many cases in the progressive left where they are totally happy to have as many illegal, illegal immigrants come into this country as they need. Now, what proof do you have of that, Mike? What do you mean that they want illegal immigrants to come into this country? Well, I want you to listen to some audio of uh, the California governor, Gavin Newsom, talking about health care for all Californians. This is what he said. We will never waver in our pursuit of guaranteed health care for all Californians. Now, what you don't realize is when he put forward this plan of guaranteed health care for all Californians, he made sure to include what he calls undocumented immigrants, as we would call illegal aliens. That is a part of that plan. Not only that, but you have big Democrat cities in California like L.A. that are sanctuary cities, basically safe havens for illegal immigrants. Now, he isn't the only one who has said something like this recently. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio was on The View last week talking about health care that he wants to guarantee to all New York City residents, including illegal aliens. If you're undocumented, and that's several hundred thousand New Yorkers who are our neighbors who contribute to our economy, they're undocumented. If they don't get health care, if they get sick, everyone gets sick. If the whole community isn't healthy, then we all suffer. So we're saying to them, we're going to give you a health care card. You're going to get a primary care doctor. When you need help, you get help. When your kids need help, you get help for them. And the whole community gets health care. Right there. Did you listen to what he said there? He basically justified the existence of what he calls undocumented immigrants, illegal aliens, for his city. Not only that, but he made the argument that they're good for the city. Having all those illegal immigrants in that city is good. Gavin Newsom, California, making that same argument. Then you have AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She voted no on a spending bill earlier this week that all the other Democrats voted yes. You know why? Because she wants to defund ICE. What does ICE do? Well, they're Immigration's Customs Enforcement. She wants to get rid of ICE. Um, Andrew Gillum wanted to get rid of ICE. More and more evidence that proves to me that the Democrats really don't believe in border security because they believe that illegal immigrants are good for this country. Now, why do they do that? Well, they want the votes. They know that if they placate to illegal immigrants, eventually... And by the way, give them driver's licenses. Eventually, a lot of them are going to vote. And of course, they're going to vote Democrat. Now, here's the real problem with all of this, though. I want to sit behind this mic and tell you that the Republicans are different. The Republicans actually believe in border security. The truth of the matter is a lot of Republicans don't either. They're in bed with the Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce wants the cheap labor. And so they really are uncomfortable with a lot of border security talk. Trump has pushed them in that direction. That's some good from Trump. But a lot of Republicans and most progressive Democrats, it's just all lip service. And really, it is just beyond reason. That's why we have not had our border secure, really, in a long time. Ooh, a lot of breaking news that we covered over the show. If you missed any of the show, you can catch the podcast on iHeartRadio and anywhere podcasts are available. Just search PM Orlando or go to the website WFLAOrlando.com, keyword PM Orlando. Have a good weekend. I'll catch you guys on Monday. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.